Welcome to Side Hustle City, and thanks for joining us. Our goal is to help you connect to real people who found success turning their side hustle into a main hustle, and we hope you can too. I'm Adam Kaler. I'm joined by Kyle Stevie, my co-host. Let's get started. All right, welcome back, guys, to the Side Hustle City podcast. So I do have video going on now. So this is really exciting that we can finally do a video recorded episode. Uh, But guys, uh, I'm going to go put this up on YouTube and we're going to see how well it does. But uh, today, guys, I wanted to talk about, I don't have a guest, uh, Kyle isn't here, but I wanted to talk about this chat GPT thing that's going on. So this is a huge deal, I think, personally, and a lot of people that I know, I think it's going to be just a game changer for a lot of different industries. So I've been using it mostly as a tool uh, to go back and forth on a concept that I had for a startup and the concepts in the publishing industry. uh, But it's kind of like when you use chat GPT, you are you're essentially talking to a robot, right? You're talking to an AI, but this AI has a database of all this information. I mean, I don't even know what they put into this thing, but it's amazing. It's like, it thinks like a person, uh, in a way, sometimes it'll, it'll prompt you. It'll say, you'll say, Hey, uh, tell me what you think about this idea. And it'll say, well, I'm a robot. I'm not a human. I don't have feelings. So then you say, okay, pretend you were a business analyst, what would you say about this idea? Then it will actually start telling you things. So I even told it to act like it was my chief marketing officer for my company. How would it set up a marketing plan for this company for an entire year? And it put down an outline and I said, okay, keep going. And it just kept going and going, kept changing and adding things on, which was unbelievable. Like, I thought this was like the coolest thing in the world. So it can't connect to the internet. It's like the one downside to it is you're not going to be able to connect to the internet with it, which may or may not be a big deal right now because they're still testing it out. They're trying to build the database. You know, they don't want to, I guess, muddy the database with things that are coming in from the internet. You know, they just want to use this. They want people that are interacting with it to essentially make it smarter. And I think that's what's going on. And right now, I believe it's version 3.5 and they're coming out with a new version very shortly. That's going to expand on what they have now, which will be amazing because what they have now is awesome. So what I've, I've likened this to is you remember data from Star Trek. He was like a robot person, right? And people would ask him things and he was really smart and he could just tell you stuff. Or C-3PO, walking around with C-3PO or something and being able to ask him questions. He has this like unlimited database of information. It's like that, but in your pocket. And you can use this thing. You you have to use it kind of in a browser if you're going to use it on your phone. Uh, but you could just go to chat GPT. And I think it's chat.openai.com or something is where it takes you. But if you do a Google search for chat GPT, you'll be able to find it. But on the left side, it now allows you to save all of the chats. You know, you log into it with your Google email address or something like that. And that's going to be your account. But on the left side, you're going to see like a list of all of the chats that you've had with the thing. 
and you can go back and it, it like remembers what you had said previously. So you could say to it something like, Hey, chat GPT, you know, we were working on a business plan earlier and, you know, I would like to update this section of the business plan. What do you think about this? You know, pretend you were the CEO or the CMO. What do you think about, what would your feedback be for this? And it'll actually tell you. One of the really cool things that I found about it though. So I've been applying popular startup book frameworks and the strategies from these books. Some of them I've read, some of them I haven't even read, but I try to apply those strategies to the business plan I'm creating for the startup. So guys, this is Side Hustle City. The whole purpose of this podcast is to help people to take their side hustle to their main hustle or bring on guests that help you take your side hustle to your main hustle. Guys, this is like having a co-founder with a ton of knowledge who's read a bunch of books and can reference those books in an instant and give you feedback. So you could say, hey, there's this framework in this book, Traction for example, is a good book on startups that I read. And there's all these different tactics that you can use in that book that will uh, help you identify what uh, go-to-market strategies you're going to use to market your startup, your idea. Some of those for a you know big startup, something that you plan on scaling, you could do events. You could go to trade shows. Right. That's one of, I think, 16 different tactics. You could write a blog. You could do pay per click advertising. Uh, you could do so many different things. Right. All these different tactics that you could do to promote your startup. So you could tell it, hey, pick the five or six that you think my startup would make sense using, which is amazing. Because you could go back and read the book and go through it and try to figure it all out. Or you could just ask this thing, and in a matter of seconds, it's going to tell you. I mean, this is why it's a game changer. I mean, this is going to have implications with a lot of things. I had it write me an operating agreement. I said, hey, can you write me an operating agreement? What five founders would you suggest I start this business with? Like, I actually asked it. What founders would be ideal for content credits. And it came up with five ideal founders, the types of skill sets that they would need to have for us to be successful with our business, which is amazing. Uh, this is uh, something that I think if you have a startup, this is going to accelerate the progress of your startup for sure. Uh, you can, I mean, writing an entire business plan is something I did with this. It, it's just crazy. I mean, you can literally write an entire business plan and it will organize it all for you. It already knows the sections that you need. And then after you put all that in, you can then say to it, hey, is there anything else we are missing? And of course, it's going to say, hey, you probably want to go find some data to support this stuff, to make it more interesting. You're going to want to put your five-year financial projections together. And obviously this thing doesn't know what kind of bit, you know, what kind of business it is and the financials and all that other stuff. So, I mean, you could try to tell it. I mean, I did it. I said, hey, say we raised $4 million for our startup. What are the people you would hire first for the startup? So after the co-founding team, who are the people you would hire to help build this and get this thing really off the ground? And it, it told me a list of people. And I said, okay, make a plan to hire those people over the course of a year with that amount of money that we raised. And it did it. 
It put together a hiring plan on who we would want to hire first, second, third over the course of the year. It was crazy. So, I mean, think of this kind of stuff, guys, that that you could just ask it and it learns about your business over time. It knows what it told you. And you say, that sounds great. Let's lock that in essentially. And, And it knows, it remembers that you had that conversation and that you had told it to do that previously. Now, this thing's not perfect. I mean, it'll repeat some things sometimes. Uh, you know, it'll it'll miss some things. But in general, guys, this is a crazy good time saver if you have a startup. If you have some kind of startup that, you know, you you hate writing paperwork. You hate putting up, you hate writing things and, and putting together all these documents. And you don't even know what documents to put together. I mean, guys, I've done startups before in the past, but I mean, I don't have that on the top of my head. You know, we would read things and put things together over time. But I mean, you could literally get on here and say, hey, chat GPT, I need a bunch of documents for my startup. What would you suggest I get together first? And it'll say, oh, you need these policies and procedures. Oh, you need a mission and vision statement. Oh, you need an executive summary. I mean, that's how I started with the whole thing was writing an executive summary for this startup idea that I had. And then I just kept refining it. I mean, I probably played with this thing, not just with the executive summary, but a bunch of other stuff. For about seven hours, I messed around with this thing one night. I I was up till three in the morning messing with this thing. And, you know, I was just going back and forth with it saying, hey, you know, refine this. That's not really what the idea is about. It's more about this. But then it understood after a while. And then we moved on from the executive summary to a mission and vision statement. And the mission and vision statement that it came up with was pretty good. And I had it altered that a little bit. And then from the mission and vision statement, we moved on to other things. I said, hey, uh, let's let's build out the, the, the business plan for this. I wanted to test it out and see if it would build out the business plan. So it would write section after section after section after section of this business plan all the way down to the conclusion. And it was pretty good. And I mean, guys, I was able to do this in a matter of hours versus days or weeks. And all I've really got to do is go in and input some data and statistics. Cause then afterwards I said, Hey, what would make this business plan better? Right? Like I said before, Oh, you might want to find some data to support your arguments. Why is this necessary? Uh, you know, put in your financial projections. And then I said, Hey, what would be the ideal personas for a company like this? You know, and obviously we've got a two-sided marketplace with this idea that we're coming up with. One side is the actual end user and the other side are publishers who create these websites. Could be the New York Times, could be the Wall Street Journal, uh, could be any of those kind of people, right? Or it could be a blogger who wants to figure out a way to monetize their website. And without giving away the idea here, you need to get both sides on. Otherwise, the the tool itself is not just going to, it's just not going to gain any traction. So... You know, I said, hey, what are the what are the personas, right? Every good product, this is a thing Procter & Gamble does, you know, they're kings of marketing. Whenever they have a new idea or a new product or whatever that they're coming up with, they say, who are the user personas? Who are the people that are going to actually use this product? And so what you do is you say, come up with three personas. And personas are like fake people. 
hey, Jody, she's 35. She has two kids. You know, she's got a husband who works full time. You know, she takes care of the house. You know, she reads a lot on the Wall Street Journal. Uh, she does the investing for the household. And this is so they literally will come up with this this tool, ChatGPT, will come up with those fake personas for you. On, on both sides of the marketplace in our case, but in your case, it could just be one customer segment. But, you know, for us, it was the users come up with three personas for that and then come up with three personas for publishers. And then after we get done with the whole business plan, we get done with the mission vision, the executive summary, these personas. I started asking about investors. I said, hey, could you put together an investor deck, a 10 page investor deck for this? It did it. It did it. It put together an investor deck. And obviously there's holes that I have to fill in and make it, you know, add that data, those data and statistics that uh, it was suggesting, but it put that whole thing together. It even put together a year plan for social media posts, headlines that I could use every week for 52 weeks in a matter of seconds. I didn't have to think about any of these posts and they were good. Also on top of that, ads for Google or Facebook. I had to go in there and I had to tell it, look, here's the character count for the headline. Here's the character count for the body copy. And here's the character count for the call to action. Can you write three ads for Facebook with those character counts for the users and for the publishers? It did it. Matter of seconds. This is such a time saver, guys. Like you've got to go in here and you've got to play around with whatever business concept that you have, you know, legal documents, it can come up with those, you know, they're pretty rudimentary. I would suggest, you know, maybe having a lawyer take a look at it, but you could put in the basic stuff that then you could email over to your attorney and say, Hey, look, here it is. Vesting schedule. If you've got a startup and you're writing an operating agreement, it also makes sense to come up with a vesting schedule because a lot of the problems, if, if you have additional co-founders on your team, so one of the problems when you do a startup is you've got one highly motivated person, maybe two, and then the other co-founders kind of are pumped up about it for a week or two, and they start slipping after that, right? And they're, oh, the other guys will take care of it. I don't have to worry about it. So you have to give them tasks to do, and then if they hit those tasks and they hit their deadline throughout the year, they slowly get their equity so if you've got co-founders that are getting 10% equity each, you don't just give that to them up front because then it's set in stone and they have that regardless of whether or not they do work. So you don't want to do that. You want a vesting schedule. You want something that says, hey, look, here are the things you have to do over the course of a year. But then you got to think of those things. And you're like, okay, for my developer, what? I'm not a developer, right? So like, what do I have a developer do over the course of the year? What do I have a writer do over the course of the year? What do I have an HR person do over the course of the year? What do our sales guy do over the course of the year? ChatGPT figured that out for me. ChatGPT went in and said, hey, here are the people that you said were the co-founders. Here is a year's worth of tasks for them to do that you could put into the vesting schedule. So now all those co-founders know I've got to hit each one of these things over the course of the year in order to make this whole thing work out and for me to get my 10% equity or whatever it is in seconds. Guys, I've probably created 40 or 50 documents uh, for my startup using ChatGPT. Things that actually it gave me good feedback on. I said, look, pretend you were a co-founder of this company. What would you suggest we do? Pretend you are 
an investor and I'm presenting this investor deck that you came up with, what would be some of the feedback you would have and what are some of the hesitations you would have investing in a company like this? And it gave me those things that an investor would push back on. Then I said, I need things to come back to the investors with. Can you give me something for each one of these investor uh, concerns? And it totally did it. It said, well, I don't know about content credits because of this. And then it would say, oh, well, here's what you say if an investor says that. Guys, it's amazing. And it's the things that I had thought about. Like this thing is thinking kind of the same way I was thinking when I was coming up with these ideas and these concepts. I mean, this is, I mean, complete game changer, guys. I'm so pumped about it. And I'm pumped about it for you. I'm pumped about it for me, for my startup idea, obviously, uh, because it's saving me tons of time. But I have to tell you about this stuff, guys. And it's not even just like a regular startup or any of the stuff I've been talking about. Like, you know, I'm trying to come up with a scalable startup that could raise, you know, millions and millions of dollars and sell for billions of dollars. This is, you know, one of my goals. I try to think big like that. But I mean, what if you just wanted to write a children's book? There are people out there right now who have written children's books using AI. They've even done the illustrations using another tool out there that you could just type in prompts and it will create you a piece of artwork in whatever kind of style. It could be watercolor. It could be, uh, you know, in the style Monet. It could be whatever you want it to be. But you could write. I've written. A, I used it to write a children's book, uh, like a Christmas based children's book. And it came up with the characters for the book. It, it wrote it out. I wrote the premise and all that. And then another, like a movie idea I had, like a comedy kind of horror movie, uh, dystopian future idea that I had, wrote all that out, wrote out the names of the characters, the scenarios that they're in. And it even started writing all of the, infer- like the first pieces of dialogue of the screenplay. I mean, it is such a game changer, guys. And it's so fun to just play with. And I know you guys, you probably have ideas that you've had sitting on the sidelines, you haven't done anything with. And, you know, you're wondering like, hey, you know, I've got this idea. I'm never going to move on it. And I've got that kind of person I type to. I come up with ideas all day, but I don't always execute on them all. And you can't execute on every single idea that you have, even though you got this bag of really cool ideas. But what this does is get you out of bed, essentially. I mean, if you're laying there thinking, oh, I'm going to, you know, sit on this idea and I'm not going to do anything, this takes away some of those excuses that you have. I mean, it helps you actually form it. Once you start creating these documents or writing the pages of the book or coming up with the characters and it helps you do that, I mean, it kind of pushes you ahead. You're like, wow, I got some stuff here. I'm starting to form something. I've got, I've got some substance to this idea now. I mean, this is why it's so powerful, guys. And I'd encourage everybody, you know, listen to the Side Hustle City podcast. I'd encourage you all, like, get out there and and create something. Get out there and think of something. Put something together. Use ChatGPT from OpenAI. It's, it's continuing to evolve. It may not be perfect. But, guys, I'm telling you, it is way further along. It, I mean, it's exceeded my expectations, So definitely use it. I know this is going to be kind of a short, uh, you know, podcast episode because it's just me today. Uh, But I mean, it's so powerful, guys. Uh, I would just encourage you guys to use it. And uh, and hopefully you continue watching Side Hill City podcast. We're going to try to get these things up on video as much as possible. 
uh, and not just do the the audio recordings. Even though I know a lot of you guys like the audio recordings, you can continue listening to those. We're going to keep them up there on SideHustle.Money. But uh, we're going to kind of start uh, doing video along here with everything else. Because uh, for Christmas, I bought myself an ATEM Mini Pro, which is a video switcher. So I've got the one camera now, but I'm eventually going to get multiple cameras. So when we have guests in here, we can go boom, 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 boom. And I don't have to do all that editing at the end. It's going to be awesome. So guys, continue listening and good luck. And I'd love your feedback on the Side Hustle City Facebook group. All right, have a good one, guys. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of Side Hustle City. Well, you've heard from our guests. Now let's hear from you. Join our community on Facebook, Side Hustle City. It's a group where people share ideas, share their inspirational stories, and motivate each other to be successful and turn their side hustle into their main hustle. We'll see you there, and we'll see you next week on the show. Thank you. Thank you.